for the past several weeks, I've been, on Wednesday night, I've been ministering on warfare. And, um, you know, that's, that's a part of the journey. Steps to, to take in that whole journey. Because in this life, we shall have trials and tribulations. But uh, learn to be of good cheer. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Tonight, I want to take you to another wonderful place in your relationship with the Lord. And um, I want to begin by using you as an example. How many of you really know what your name is? Come on. Do you know what your name is? Do you know what your name is? It's not a trick question. So if someone were to come to you and call you by another name, would you be upset? I mean, really, it would be like, wait a minute, that's not my name. Right? Because you know what your name is, right? And when you know what your name is, there's a peace. Come on now. There's a rest when you know that you know that you know that you know what your name is. No doubt about it, right? No doubt about it. It doesn't matter how many times people come and call you another name. As long as you know your name, you have a, a, a rest and you have a peace. Amen. And it passeth all understanding. You don't have to understand. You just know that your name is what it is, right? Amen. Well, tonight, I want to encourage you uh, to take another faith step because just like you know your name, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus is supposed to give you rest. But the adversary's job is to snatch your confidence in that name so that when you go through tests and trials you get upset because it ain't working the way you want it to work and you just don't know but you forgot there's a name that's above every name that name is above the test that name is above the trial and if you hold on to that name and flow in that name all of a sudden the crooked is made straight and the rough places are made plain Say neighbor, neighbor. Learn, to learn to rest, learn to rest, learn to rest. In, that in that name, regardless, regardless of, the of the test and the trials, and the trials you, walk through. you walk through, rest, rest. all right? Mm -hmm. So tonight, I want to begin to take you to another level. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 2, verses, 11, verses 3, and verse 11. Hebrews 4 and 2 says this. For unto us was the gospel preached. Say, that's me. Say, that's me. That's me. Come on. That's me. As well as unto them. 
but the word preach did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Eye contact. Tonight, I'm going to preach the word. Tonight, I'm preaching the word to you. Tonight, I'm preaching the word to you. But just because I'm preaching it doesn't mean that you will mix your faith with it. <laughs> the, the enemy can harass you so much to make you feel that there's no way out. There's no way that it's going to work out. No way. So you hear me preaching, but your faith level is low. Your believing level is low because it ain't happened the way you want it yet. Because you know you can quote and God works all things together for our good. But right now, all things don't seem to be working together for your good. Come on now. And, and, and then the adversary is over there laughing. See, I got him now because I didn't, I, I, I didn't grab a hold of their faith. I grabbed a hold of their believing. Instead of believing, they're in unbelief. Say, say neighbor. You got to believe. Regardless. Regardless. Verse 3, Hebrews 4 and 3 says, For we which have believed do enter into rest. Oh. For we which have believed do enter into rest. For we which believe do enter into rest. As he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundations of the world. What do you mean, pastor? When you believe, you position yourself to enter into the victory, regardless of what the test may feel like no matter what the test may be like. But if you can believe, oh my God, hallelujah. Say, I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm stopping trying to figure everything out. Hallelujah. Verse 11, Hebrews 4:11. now get this. Let us labor, therefore, into that rest, that rest, that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. When you are in a test and trial, there is a labor to enter into God's rest. Yeah. There is a labor to, to realize that God is somehow going to make the crooked straight. Somehow he's going to make the rough places plain. There's a labor. And many of us get weary in due season and we stop laboring. Look at your neighbor's smile and say, I've been guilty. Labor to enter into rest. Now, I'm excited because I know where I'm going. Folks, today's message is entitled, Adding Godly Rest to Your Faith. Tell your neighbor what the message is. Adding Godly Rest to Your Faith. Not human rest. I'm not talking about going home tonight and just sleeping and snoring. No, I'm not talking about that kind of rest. That's not the rest I'm talking about. 
I'm talking about godly rest. And guess what? Adding godly rest to your faith. Meaning, adding godly rest to your believing. Believing that no matter what, you know what, God, God got it. I'm going to lay me down and sleep tonight. Because, you know, thou will only keep me in perfect peace because my mind is stayed on him. So today, again, adding godly rest to your faith. Now, as Christians, it's one thing to talk about resting in God and another to know how to actually enter into that rest. Hmm. And working our faith is a key component. So you got to work your faith. Because when you keep your faith working until you, real, until you have real peace, we reach the point of godly rest. But here the devil in the souls does want any of us to rest. Do you know there's a demon that don't want you to rest tonight? There's a demon that don't want you to rest tonight. See, I'm going to rest anyhow. Because I'm going to have the ingredients. One of his strategies is to move each of us from our place of godly rest by instilling fear and suggesting that the promises made in the word of God will not come to pass. But we must remember, now get this, we must remember that fear tolerated is faith contaminated. Say, say neighbor. Fear tolerated, come on. Is faith contaminated every time you allow fear to mess with you it contaminates your faith it contaminates your say say Lord from this moment forward I walk by faith not by fear hallelujah Eagle Summit our God needs our faith in order to bring us the manifestation we seek always remember that the word of God only works if it's mixed with our faith. Say, say, say the word of God, word of God. only works, only works. If, it's if it's mixed with my faith. But what does it mean to live in godly rest? Oh, I'm excited. It means to have real confidence, real trust, and reliance on God. Too many of us are depending on ourselves. And I know you got education, I know you're smart, but you got to learn how to depend on God in season and out of season when things are going well and when things are not going well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyhow. Come on now. Godly rest. It means to have real confidence, real trust, and reliance on God. I don't know about you. I've been in some situations. I know nobody could get me out of God but God. Yeah. If it had not been for the Lord, yeah. I would not be standing here tonight. Yes. I'm telling you, it was God. Mm. It wasn't my money. It wasn't my cousin. It, wasn't my, it, it was God that brought me where I am. Yeah. Amen. And when I know that, that gives me peace and it gives me rest. Yeah. Stuff don't bother me the way it used to. Because I know God, God, if God brought me out of this hellhole, I know he can take me out of the next one. Yes. Oh, y'all oh, ain't ever been in no, I've been in some holes that look like, oh, Jesus. If the Lord had not been there, yes. I would not be here. Yes. 
And if he did it one time, he can do it again and again. Because yes. I got a father that doesn't forsake me. No. He loves me. I said he loves me. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Did you think about that lately? <laughs> that God loves you. What do you mean he loved you? He gave his life for you. Say, God, I'm understanding. You love me. Folks, as you go through life, there will be times that you are emotionally shaken by circumstances. Whether you're male or female, there are times when you will be emotionally shaken by circumstances. You ever been there? But in the midst of those times, there are some specific faith steps you can take to follow to enter into godly rest. Ooh, get ready, get ready. Oh my goodness, my goodness. In the midst of those times, there are some specific huh, faith steps you can take to follow, to flow in godly rest. Hallelujah. You ever been around somebody that's been in a, in a horrible situation and they seem to be so cool and just like, ooh, it doesn't even phase them? Come on now. Well, when you walk with God, you can get to the place where, you know what? Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now, let me give you the first step. Let me give you the first step. Here we go. Now, please get this. Write this right. Write this down. Write this down. Whenever you find yourself in a situation or circumstance, you need to find a specific scripture that refers to that situation. Whenever you find yourself in a situation or circumstance, open that B-I-B-L-E and find you a specific scripture that refers to that situation. All right? The doctor tell you you're going to die. The doctor say, we looked at your, your, your examination and in something else, da-da-da-da, you're going to die. Well, I know a scripture that says I'm going to live and not die. Huh? And if you don't know one, you better look it up. Look it up. No, I said look it up. Put it in your eye gates. Look at it. Look at that word. Get that word. I got that word. And let that word become your anchor. And many times when we have tests and trials, we don't run to no Bible. We, 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 I'm not, I know. We start quoting. Just because you quote don't mean you believe. <laughs> Just because you quote it don't mean you believe it. Especially when you've been hit, when you've been knocked out. Say, say neighbor. What's the first faith step? Come on. Find a specific scripture that refers to your situation. Isaiah 26 and 3 says it this way. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed, whose mind is stayed because he trusted in thee. Listen, when you get hit, you got to get your mind straight. You got to get your mind off the situation. You got to get your mind off the problem. And the way that you do it, step one, is to get that specific scripture. Say, say, God, I'm understanding. Thou will keep me in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. Verse 4 says, trust ye in the Lord forever, forever. For in the Lord Jehovah, 
is everlasting strength. Ooh, I don't know about you, but I've been in some situations where if it had not been for the Lord and my, my, my having that specific scripture, being able to quote it, but also believe it, say, God, I thank you for that specific scripture, for that difficult situation. Again, Isaiah 26, 3 says again, that person who keeps his, keeps his or her mind stayed on Jesus will be kept in perfect peace. Eagle Summit, we must daily get this anchor scripture that we hold on to in the midst of the storms of life and living. See, I, 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 I'm trying to impart to you that when you're going through, you better keep that word coming in and out, in and out, in and out. And focus on that, not the problem. That's when yokes become easy and burdens become light. Hallelujah. Uh, Bill shows up. Oh, my God supplies all my need according to his riches in glory. Money cometh to me now. I'm out of debt. I'm a lender, not a borrower. I'm here. I'm blessed. My tithes rebuke you, devil, in the name of Jesus. Windows of heaven's blessing come on me and overtake me. Angels get busy in the name of Jesus. Financial angels get busy. Let me give you my address. Come on to this address. Are you getting this? And in that, I'm resting. In that, I have peace that passeth all understanding. My God, it is scripture that will enable us to walk through the challenges with peace and confidence. Say neighbor, it's scripture that will enable us to walk through challenges with peace and confidence. Come on, hallelujah. Now, ready for the second, second step? Hallelujah. Once you find the scripture, the next step is you need to daily meditate on the answers found in the word of God. Meditate, meditate, meaning mutter it, say it to yourself. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mutter it, say it in the daytime, say it in the nighttime, say it a thousand times, say it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Now, why am I getting you to do that? So it gets in you. The problem is when you don't mutter it, it don't get down in you. It ought to be soon as somebody touches you, it come on up out. Yeah. Amen. I mean. There's, there's so much work. I, I, you just push me sometime and a word is going to come out. It's going to come that, that what's in me going to come out of me. I don't have to cuss. I don't have to fuss. The word will come up out of me. Out of me. Because I'm muttering it over and over again. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm blessed and highly favored. And I want to meditate on it so much I see it in my imagination. I see it in my imagination. What do you see in your imagination? What have you been saying over and over and over and over again so you see it? You call things that be not as though they are. Hallelujah. 
huh? You see your new house. You see your new job. You see your new husband. You see your new wife. Y'all ain't helping me now. You see, you see the victory. You see the promotion. You see your, your, come on. What, what, what have you been uttering, muttering over and over again? Over and over again. See, I already see the house full. I, no, 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 no. I see it full. I see it full. I'm, hey, they're coming from the north, the south, the east. It's full. Angels are in the house now. It's full. Hallelujah. And that gives me rest. That gives me peace. Say, Lord, I'm understanding. Not only do I have to find the scripture, I have to find it and mutter it and meditate on it. Get it in me. That's why greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Too many of you got problems in you and not the word. You got more problems. You, 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 you carry the problem instead of huh, casting the problem away. How long, how long do you meditate? Keep meditating on it until you can see it in your own imagination. Write that down. See it. Come on. Keep meditating on it until you can see it in your own imagination. You need to be able to imagine some good things sometimes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. As I think in my heart, so am I. I need to meditate on some good things sometimes. Like every day, every day, every day. It can be raining on side, outside. I can meditate on the sunshine. Amen, 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 amen. Meditate, meditate, mutter it. Okay, Lord, I thank you. The sun is still shining. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. You got to know when you don't have it in your heart. You got to know when you ain't, you, 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 you've been saying it, you've been muttering it, but it ain't in your heart yet. When it ain't in your heart, it ain't, you got to keep doing it until it gets in your heart. Cast down, but not destroyed. You didn't get that. Cast down, but not destroyed. You got to know how to be down, but not be destroyed. Okay, y'all ain't helping. Be down, but not be destroyed. I'm getting up. If I'm down, I can get up. Huh? That's more than a song. Get on up. Get on up now. Come on. Are you understanding? Really, really, really. As you think in your heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he, but his heart is not with thee. My God. Folks, continual meditation is what renews your mind and gets the solution deeply embedded in your consciousness. Continual meditation is what renews your mind and gets the solution deeply embedded in your consciousness. Oh my God. Continual meditation. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm in the zone now where I don't be meditating on no problems. I be meditating on the, the promises. Oh yes, 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 yes. Joshua 1, 8, you know it. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is, that is written therein. For then, then, after I meditate day and night, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. After I meditate day and night, and the problem is many in the church ain't meditating day and night. 
We meditate on the problems, but not meditate in the word of God. Because I, you know, I quote, you can quote it, but do you believe it? Meditate so it's so in you, it, nobody can come and snatch it from you. I'm the head and not the tail. Well, you don't look like it. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm blessed and highly favored. Blessed coming in and blessed going out. Blessed, how you doing? How you? I'm blessed. So blessed. You don't look blessed. I'm blessed anyhow. Blessed because before the foundation of the world, it was already done. Blessed, Myrtle. Blessed. Hallelujah. 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 My God, my God. Folks, when you meditate on the scripture, you ponder it. Think about it. Turn it over in your mind again and again so that you can get all the revelation you can out of it. Every scripture has some revelation. Every scripture has something that God wants to reveal out of it. Every scripture God has a, there's something that God wants to speak beyond what you're reading. I said beyond what you're reading. And, I, and it's awesome when you start meditating on it and muttering it over and over again and all of a sudden an idea comes. A revelation comes. And then you, then you follow that revelation and all of a sudden you get a breakthrough. You get, oh my God, my God. Say God, I'm understanding. I thank you for the faith steps that bring me into rest. Again, when you meditate on scripture, you ponder it. You think about it. And you turn it over and over again in your mind, again and again, so that you get all the revelation, all that God is speaking to you to come out of it. The more you meditate on the word of God, the more faith will begin to rise within you. And you will find yourself maintaining a position of godly rest. Ooh, pastor, you mean to tell me? You got peace that passes on understanding? Yes. Ain't you worried? No. Ain't you upset? No. Because I'm following the steps now. Years ago, I, yeah. But I know now that if I follow these steps, I have a peace. It's like, you know, people say, um, did you get any sleep? Yes, I sleep good every night, every night, every night, every night. Every night, I tell a devil, devil, you will not harass me. No, you will not. I'm going to sleep tonight. Angels get busy. And then I start snoring. I know I'm asleep then. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Now let me take you to step three. Ready? The third faith step is to let what you say, let what you say agree with what you believe. Let what you say agree with what you believe. Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed. Even God, who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. Folks, agreement between your words and your belief is critical to seeing the finished work of Jesus become a reality in your life every day. Believing, believing what you say. Believing. But pastor, you don't, don't understand. No, I don't need to understand. Are you going to believe 
what you're going through? Are you going to believe? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you going to believe what you're going through? Are you going to believe what you're saying? Are you going to say what you believe? See, I know that's, that, that, see, that's the Holy Ghost. Believe what you say. Say neighbor. neighbor. Believe, believe what you say. Don't just say and don't unbelieve. Say, God, I'm understanding. My, what I say, I got to believe. Hallelujah. Agreement between your words and your belief is critical to seeing the finished works of Jesus become a reality in everyday life. You can say you believe what God has done and then speak words that are contrary to that belief. And many times that's what happens. Many times you're saying one thing, but you believe in something else. Hallelujah. Say, saying one thing, but believing something else. Huh? Saying, saying what you believe, but uh, saying what you word, but believing something totally opposite. Amen. And when that happens, it's like, dog, I've been praying. I've been asking the Lord to do something. But then what comes out of your mouth is doubt, fear, and unbelief. And you can't figure out why. Because you, you got tricked into thinking that, okay, when you say it, you know it's going to happen. But it ain't lined up with the word. It, li it lines up with your feelings and your emotions and the way you think it ought to happen. And God said, no, 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 no. Uh, you walk by faith and not by feeling. You walk by faith and not by sight. What did I say? What did I say? What did I say? Say what I said. Believe what I said. And when you believe what I said, it's in your heart and it comes out of your mouth. And when you do that, then that brings the rest. That brings the peace. Hallelujah. So when, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard and says, no, 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 no. God said it, I believe it. God said it, and I believe it. And I only say what God says. Hallelujah. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm not getting weaker, I'm getting stronger. Let the weak say, I'm strong. Say, I'm strong. Weakness, be, weakness get off, I'm strong. God arise, and every enemy be scattered, I'm strong. Say, neighbor, you stronger than you know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can say you believe what God has done and then speak words that are contrary to that belief. And that's, that's one of the tricks. You got to learn how to do that. You got to learn how to, you know, okay. And that's why sometimes you just need to zip it. Because when you can't agree with what God said, that, that's the time, that's a flag. That's the enemy harassing you, tormenting you, and making you think that God ain't going to do what he promised to do. And his promises are yes and amen. I said his promises are yes and amen. Do you know what yes means? Do you know what amen means? So be it. Now, the problem is, is it going to be in your timing? Is it going to be in your timing? Or is it going to be in God's timing? They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Guess what? God's timing is always the best time. Hallelujah. And God has a time. One day with the Lord is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like one day. In one day, he can turn your thing around. Yeah. Say, neighbor. Yeah. 
I see a one day blessing on the way. I declare and decree a one day blessing on the way. Hallelujah. Now, God. One day. In other words, our words and our belief must align for there to be maximum agreement. Say, my words and my believing must align so that they can be a maximum agreement. Hallelujah. Not a minimum. I need a maximum agreement. Hallelujah. Say, God, I thank you. I'm getting understanding. Let me give you step four. Hallelujah, here we go. Find your place of godly rest. Rather, finding your place of rest begins in thanksgiving and praising God for what you found in the scriptures. Mm, mm, mm. Finding your place of godly rest begins in thanking and praising God for what you found in the scriptures. When you find the scripture that said you're going to live and not die, you ought to begin to praise God and thank God. When you find that God, that, that verse that said, my God will supply all of my need according to his riches and glory, start thanking him and praising him and thanking him and praising him, meaning you have confidence that it's already done. And that's the foolishness, foolishness that the enemy keeps harassing us with. How can you thank God when you're going through this? How can you praise God when you're going through that? I'm thanking him because I'm resting. I'm resting. I'm trusting. I got peace and it passes all understanding. I'm lifting up my faith shield and it's quenching the fiery darts of the wicked. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. I don't know, listen, I don't know about you, but lately I've been just saying, Lord, I just thank you. Praise the Lord. And, you know, I heard Meryl say it, but I, I just stole it from her. And they, thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Just tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. People be saying, how you doing? I'm thanking the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And guess what? I'm finding more and more miracles happen when I start praising and thanking him. You got to get that heaviness off of you. And you got to get it off of you. got to say, no, get out. Devil, get out the house. Get out. Get out. Get, I say, get off of me. In the name, I thank you, Lord. Somehow you're going to work it out. I'm praising you anyhow. I believe your promises. I believe what you said. And I'm saying what you said. So it's got to happen because it's already done. Finding your place of godly rest begins in thanksgiving, thanking and praising God for what you found in the scriptures. My God. Gratitude and outward expression of expressions of praise and thanksgiving invites God into your scene and paralyzes the devil and the host. Do you want to paralyze the devil? Start praising God. Yeah. I say you want to paralyze the devil, start praising God. Yeah. I said you want to paralyze the devil, start praising God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise your God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise your God. Hallelujah. Yeah. That paralyzes him. Yeah. You know in scripture, there was the folk were going into battle and the man of God put the praise team on the front line. Yeah. Say, we're gonna, we, we all, we're gonna, I want you to praise. And as they begin to praise, the enemy was bound. The reason sometimes he ain't bound because you ain't praising and thanking God. Hallelujah, from your heart. Lord, I thank you. 
somehow heaviness get off of me. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what I have. And that's another, another revelation. You better thank God for what you do have. Stop complaining about what you have. Lord, I thank you for my penny. I thank you for my dime. I thank you for my piece of car. I thank you for my piece of house. I thank you for my piece of job. I thank you. Bless it. And it begins to multiply when you thank God for what you have. Say, neighbor, I give you an assignment. From here on, thank God for what you have. Every day. Every day. Gratitude and outward expressions of expression of praise and thanks to God invites him on the scene and paralyzes the devil and his host. Psalms 34 and 1, you know it. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Boy, you can read that, but until you do it and 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 do it, and do it. I'm do it and do it and do it until it just, you know, I bless you, Lord, anyhow. And then it, be, it becomes an automatic reaction. I bless you, Lord. I praise you at all times. Let your praise be continually in my mouth. Hallelujah. 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 I bless you at all times. I bless you at all times. Even tonight when I want to go home. Y'all ain't helping me say, ha, ha, ha. Come on. So stay in continual praise and watch what happens in and upon your life. Say, neighbor. Stay in continual praise and watch what happens in your and upon your life even tonight hallelujah all right now let me give you the fifth step five is a number for grace let me give you the final step for tonight any y'all saved in here any y'all full of the holy ghost up in here when you pray in tongues when you pray in tongues you're praying directly to God. When you pray in tongues, you're praying directly to God. To God. To God. That's why when you're praying, your neighbor may not understand what you're saying. You ain't talking to them, you're talking to God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 14, 2 says, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, not unto men, not unto people, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. So you, you got to understand, when you pray, when you're speaking in tongues, everybody ain't going to understand you. They ain't supposed to understand you because you ain't talking to them. You ever been in a situation where you'd be, you know, be praying in tongues and people would be looking at you? Let them look at you because you ain't talking to them. Say, so no, no, no problem, neighbor. I'm, I'm having a conversation with God. The one that made me, the one that created me, the one that blessed me. Hallelujah. He, he, he's, he's got me. I, 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 I'm speaking to him. He's going to speak to me. Hallelujah. And when you do that, you can enter into rest. My God, my God. Jude 1.20 says, Beloved, but ye beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You got, to, when I'm praying in the Holy Ghost, I'm building myself up. Hallelujah. Say, say, neighbor. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, in tongues, you're building yourself up. 
Therefore, you can't be getting weaker. You're getting stronger. Hallelujah. Folks, praying in tongue releases an immediate sense of godly peace in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. Eagle Summit, which of these five faith steps have you neglected knowingly or unknowingly? Look at your neighbor. <laughs> which of these five faith steps have you neglected knowingly or unknowingly? Hallelujah. Folks, in, in this our 25th year, we each need to be renewed in every area of our lives. So we maintain a supernatural godly peace and pat, that passes all understanding, even in the natural realm. And when we do, guess what? Godly peace will become our new beginning, new continual faith normal that causes the victories we've been that we were destined to walk in each and every day of our lives. To be continued. <laughs> Come on, put your hands together. For the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. There's a peace that we're supposed to be walking in. There's a rest that we're supposed to be walking in. Don't just find the scriptures and then don't meditate and then apply them. Amen. Rest. Hallelujah. Supernatural rest. Supernatural peace. Hallelujah.